Welcome back to Your 1230, the podcast where our guests tell their stories with the help of only 12 questions in ideally under 30 minutes. Uh, today, we are thrilled to be joined by Alex Hitt. Before the pandemic, Alex was an international award-winning hotel manager. He moved to Hawaii with no car, no job, no apartment, and no connections in December of 19. He landed the best job of his life, then on the f his first day, he was laid off because of lockdowns. Alex pivoted to real estate, and in his first year as a realtor, he sold $3 million worth of Hawaiian real estate. He did business with complete strangers, never paid for an advertisement, and met all his clients through social media. Alex is, Alex is now teaching those same social media secrets and techniques to hundreds of businesses in the TikTok for Business group. TikTok for Business group is changing how businesses grow on social media. Alex, welcome. We are uh, very excited to have you here today. Oh, thanks. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You got it. And there's a lot I want to follow up on from that bio, but I'm going to start at the end there. How is TikTok changing uh, life for businesses, specifically as, as you're working with your clients and your group? Yeah. I mean, TikTok is changing how people use social media flat out. I mean, social media is one of the most, you know, uh, influential, the, the thing that people spend the most time on and TikTok has come and flipped it on, flipped it on its head. So how is it changing how businesses, um, uh, you know, engage with social media or use social media? Well, you know, the, the, one of the, the senior level people at TikTok, they said, TikTok isn't really a social media app. It's really an entertainment app. And what you see all the social media platforms kind of changing from is away from connection and more into consumption of who can get the most consumers consuming content because the more content they consume, the more advertisements they see, the better the bottom dollar gets. So, yeah, I mean, really, TikTok is it, you know, people think, when is TikTok going to take over? It already has. It's the most downloaded app of the last three years. And it's the most used app in the entire country. It's the most used social media app in the entire country, in the entire world, honestly. People use it for, on average, over 90 minutes per day. That's more than wow. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of them. Yeah. So, go ahead. No, I was I was gonna just say I, I like the content versus consumption versus entertainment distinction there, uh, specifically as it relates to the amount of time people are spending on the app and just the sheer numbers of downloads. How are our businesses um, best? I don't want to say taking advantage, but uh, using or leveraging the their consumers time and, and the consumption of, of that entertainment so they can turn them into new or larger customers. How do, what does that look like in practice? Yeah. So I like to demystify TikTok for people. What it really is, what TikTok really is, is you, you see a lot of different things online or in the news about it. What TikTok is, it's, it's short form video on your phone. That's what it is. It's short form video on your phone and they're the best at it. They do it way better than any other social media platform. And so people say, well, how does a TikTok lead to business? Well, the same way a TV commercial does or a Facebook post, really anything. It's just the medium is, is maybe the, the most effective at actually advertising to people, short form video. And, and the majority of TikTok videos are people just recording, the, recording themselves, pointing the camera right at themselves and just speaking into the camera. And so I found, and, and a lot of our business owners found, they said, I, I've never gotten success on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, any of them. But in my first two weeks, I'm getting people on TikTok. Why? Well, because people are more open to this 
direct style of communication, looking directly into the camera and just saying what's on your mind. Um, so it's even more accessible than any other platform. I also say this, TikTok, like we said, most downloaded platform, most used platform in the entire country, 99% of businesses do not use it to advertise. So think about this. It's the most trafficked highway on the entire internet and 99% of businesses don't even have a billboard up on it. And so the opportunity and the competition level is practically zero, you know, when, especially when compared to the other ones. So there's a combination of factors. One, it's the medium, how it's being expressed. Two, no one else is on it. And uh, three, I mean, it's probably easier to get on than any other platform too. So you don't need great copywriting skills. You don't need editing skills like you would on YouTube. You don't need to build a huge following. I mean, in your first couple of days, you know, we have had people in their first couple of days reach over a million people. Wow. And, so, and that's just not even possible on any other social media app. Go ahead. With numbers like that, what's keeping the 99% of businesses off? Is it just not awareness, not knowing what's available? Is what, In your yeah. opinion, what is it? Um, a, a couple of things, definitely. There's the perception of what people hear on the news. Oh, it's for kids and it's for dancing. And it absolutely started that way. You know, same with Facebook, though. Facebook started off with high schoolers and college kids. Well, TikTok started maybe even trending a little bit younger. It really took off during the pandemic when a bunch of kids were at home. And, you know, and it, it did start with teenagers kind of dancing. But just like Facebook has transformed, you know, all the young people are on it. Now everybody and their, you know, grandma got a Facebook. Well, you see the same trend happening with TikTok is older people, you know, 50 and up is the fastest growing demographic. Now over 75% of the people who use the app are over the age of 20. So the, the demographic, you know, older people are catching on. Usually trends start with younger people and go older. So I talk to businesses all day, you know, still 90%, 99% think, oh, it's still just for kids dancing. Mm, no, no, nothing could be further from the truth. All the biggest businesses are on there. And the big businesses are on there because they understand the macro trends. They have the data. It's the small and medium business owner who doesn't see the macro trends, who hasn't, who just doesn't have access to the resources or the marketing intel. And so there they see things on the news. They hear, oh, this is for kids. And they think this isn't for me. When, you know, every, you know, who's on TikTok? It's like saying who's on Facebook? Everybody. Yeah. And then, and then there's that one more. Oh, I already, everyone's telling me to do LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I don't want to do one more. I don't want to do this. I don't want to learn a whole new platform. What I'm telling people is, man, you have a once in a decade opportunity here to take advantage of this platform. So you better do it now because if you were kicking yourself that you didn't grow a YouTube channel in the first three years, or you didn't start your podcast when podcasts first started to become popular or, or YouTube, you know, if you did create a YouTube channel in the first three years, you would have benefited for the next 10 years. If you would have started a Facebook group, when Facebook groups first started off, you would have benefited for the next 10 years. We have that same once in a decade opportunity here today, right now on TikTok. But a lot of business owners, just like they missed the boat on Facebook or YouTube or podcasting, you know, they're missing the boat now. And so that's why I'm out here evangelizing and telling people, you guys got to act now. You guys got to do it now because it's not going to be how it is now forever. Well, full disclosure, you and I connected over this topic, and I was one of those those holdouts, not one more. And after talking to you for less than 10 minutes, I was sold, and I, I, I've joined the, the group. So if you could tell our listeners a little bit about it, 
who who comprises the group and what types of uh, types of things that uh, you lead and, and discuss. I think that would be helpful. Thank you. Yeah. So we have what I call the TikTok for Business group, and it's a collection right now over 1,200 business owners, all helping each other grow together. And what I realized was when I was talking to business owners, they said, man, I, I want to do it, but I don't know how. And so I started coaching people just kind of nonchalantly, and then they got great results too. And then we said, okay, this maybe could be a real business. So we started coaching more and more. And now we have coaching every single day, every single day, 365 days a year. We have a live one hour Zoom coaching call, which businesses can come learn how to do TikTok. Then people were saying, are these available offline? So I built a whole course. So now we have the TikTok for business course, which is the complete step-by-step -step guide on how to use TikTok for business. And then we have community events. We have masterclasses and masterminds and workshops that you can do together and networking events that you can meet other business owners on TikTok. And so I say it's really everything that business owners need to succeed on the platform. And it, that that is constantly expanding as people, you know, um, mention, hey, Alex, we need this. I'm, I'm happy to happy to um, adjust and, and give people meet people where they are. So one of the new things that we just that we just uh, offer is uh, video edits at a very, very cheap price. Um, so if you want kind of a more professional edit that you can take that TikTok video and maybe post it on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and be proud of it. Well, we can give you that kind of professional look. So I say, you know, we're giving people the resources and the knowledge of a full service very expensive marketing company at one-tenth of the price is really the thing. Give in empowering business owners to do social media themselves because that is how social media works these days. You know, no marketing company can really be in front of your business like you can. This episode of Your 1230 is brought to you by Accomplished RE helping real estate agents achieve time, location, and financial freedom. And if they can do it better than you, it's probably going to cost you a ton of money. You know <laughs> what I mean? Which I don't know. A lot of people have that much to hire their own marketing department. So we really empower people to have the tools, the resources, the look of a, a full-service marketing company at one-tenth the price. And that's where the light bulb not only went off, but really started flashing for me when we spoke was that marketing piece that you can certainly outsource this, but for someone to do a job as good as you can or to know your business, know your target, know what you're selling as, as well as you do, um, it's either going to be well out of your budget or it's going to be something that's not even on the same level that you can produce. And then while I promise I, I will not be in awe of you during our time together the entire time, um, but your community, I mean, you're underselling just the amount of content, the quality, the ease of use, how easy it is to find and to get started and to figure out where and when you want to go. So uh, I've been thoroughly impressed and I would, and I have not met all of the 1200 in the group, um, but I would assume a lot of people have the same praise for what you've been able to build and build so quickly. And I'll stop rambling and ask my question there. How have you been able to put the community together on a short amount of time and put such value together for, for a group of this size? Um, it's a great question. I, I've really been, I, I see the window of opportunity on this is not forever. You know, I think the TikTok for Business group can definitely grow forever. And you can support people on TikTok. TikTok's not going anywhere. But um, 
I really have the desire to grow it very quickly and to, and to help as many people as possible while the timing is still right. Like we said, it's not going to be around forever. So I have this kind of fever and intensity about growing the group. Um, how do we, how have we kind of built the group so quickly? One of that is through um, TikTok. I mean, you know, we're a product of the product, right? And, and so to say is we get a lot of people from TikTok, but I'm really am addressing that business owner who's not on TikTok. And it's been a big help because so many businesses don't use it. And then the business owners who do get on it and get great success, well, then they got to tell all their family and friends and everybody. And, and so referrals have been really big into the group too. Because unlike the other social media platforms, which can take you literally years to grow on, people get success in their first two weeks. And then they're blown away and then they want to share it to everybody. So really our members um, who have found success um, are our biggest cheerleaders and supporters. So I'm really always thankful to them. And and that's really the vision. It's I really, I, I think, want to leverage business owners together um, to support each other. Um, and why other people aren't doing that is, you know, it does take a lot of people management and leadership to do this. And kind of my experience and my background is preparing me for that. Hotel manager, I used to manage large groups of people and, um, and I've always been somebody to get people together and, and have a mission and, and, uh, try, you know, and have a goal and goal. So, yeah, a combination of things, referrals, social media. I'm big, you know, I'm the social media guy, so I'm really big on social media. Um, and then just, yeah, yeah, I think that I think that may have covered it. That answered your question. It, it does. And I, I want to get into the hotel management piece, but I, I do have one last, TikTok, possibly sure. last TikTok question. Um, you mentioned the, the two-week timeline to, from seeing someone get on the platform to take off. And you know, we've talked about the the entertainment piece. We've talked about kind of the lack of competition. But do you see any similarities in the type of videos, specifically in the on those first two weeks, those first few videos people put on that that are popular, or or kind of tent poles that someone someone looking for that uh, you know while while it's tough to say, all right, I'm going to do this and, I, and I'm going to get the hundred thousand views. What, what commonalities do you see by those that take off so quickly, if there are any? One, it's that they're posting a good amount of content, that they're being consistent. Consistency in life and, and a lot of things is so important. And people hear some things about TikTok, and if they don't get the right success, they slack off or, you know, not maybe slack off, but they get demotivated and they're not maybe as consistent. So I, first of all, consistency. The people who succeed are consistent. And you're going to have the ups and downs of consistency. And, and that's where really discipline comes in. Of I make sure I post every single day to TikTok. I post more than a lot of people, but I'm kind of the TikTok guy. So I kind of got to lead by example. But consistency is huge. And then we have a structure that we give people. You know, a, a, a process that works really for almost every single industry. Because it's just, it's a communication skill, right? TikTok is short form video you know, communication. So you got to communicate your message in a short period of time. And we have a kind of a structure and a system that, you know, we have a lady never been on TikTok before. She just was super consistent. She posted a couple of videos a day, more than a couple. She posted maybe five to 10 videos a day, but used our structure about 15 seconds long each. Her first two weeks got a sale and she's selling real estate trusts. Okay. Wow. The price point on that is 
$18,000 and she sold one, an $18,000 high ticket product in two weeks. So, you know, really incredible. And she just gives all credit to the system of she's just doing consistency, posting a good amount of content to get out there at a high rate and to, um, and then, you know, how the structure And so there's kind of a crazy thing about TikTok right now in August of 2022, you can post an unlimited amount of videos and get an unlimited amount of views. And that might seem like obvious, but that's not the same on any other platform. People post on YouTube all day and they get one or two views on the video. You can post 10 videos a day, every single day to TikTok. I did this experiment to prove it. Every single one of those videos will get 250 views and not from the same people, from different people every time. So that's one of the things that I constantly tell people. It's like, how many views do you want? How much business do you want? Because you can stay on this platform all day, post videos all day and get new customers all day. You know, it's up to you how much effort you want to put in and how much, you know, how much you believe in the process. So consistency and systems, good advice for TikTok, good advice for life. Uh, yeah. I, I love it and appreciate it, Alex. But I did want to ask yeah. you about the hotel management piece. I didn't realize you moved to Hawaii without a job. What brought you there then besides uh, all that's wonderful about Hawaii? Why did you decide to go there when you did? Yeah. So I was first a hotel manager in Japan. I managed an international guest hostel and I moved back to Wisconsin. I got this uh, job actually working the night shift at a Holiday Inn Express. My goal was just to save up money to go back to Japan. But this holiday and they said, uh, uh, you know, we were opening up this brand new hotel in downtown Madison, Madison, Wisconsin, where I'm from. $36 million. And if you stick around for a year, you can be the, the manager of it. And so that seems like a pretty sweet deal. And so I hung out and I got promoted and I, I joined this new hotel. And uh, they said, Alex, make it number one, make it the number one hotel in the world. I said, okay, we'll try. And uh, you can, I guess, fast forward to the end of the year. It actually did end up becoming the number one hotel in its brand. And I went to my boss and I said, hey, uh, you know, I made it number one. I did what you said. I think I deserve a raise. Really nice lady. Love the hotel. Great management company. They said, ah, new hotel budget, you know, maybe in the next quarter of the next year. And I said, no, it's not good enough. So me and my girlfriend, who I actually met at the hotel, me and her together at the front desk were kind of the reason it became number one, to be honest. And we said, let's just, let's leave. Let's go somewhere else. As a hotel person at the time, you know, in 2019, hotels were booming, events, everything. And so right there behind the front desk one day, we looked at each other and we said, let's just move to Hawaii. I whipped out my credit card and at the front desk of the hotel, we bought one-way tickets to Hawaii on the cheapest day in December with no car, no job, no apartment, no plan, nothing. Just said, let's just do it. And we were confident, you know, we had glowing resumes. We thought, hey, we'll get a job anywhere at the beach, you know, make a ton of money, you know, with our background. You know, it'll be gravy. We'll live there for a year or two. And then, you know, we'll, we'll move on to another hotel. It didn't turn out that way, but uh, we're happy we still did. Yeah. So that's how we moved to Hawaii. It was really just a spur of the, spur of the moment decision behind, a, behind the front desk of a hotel. I, I love the... The way that you talk about the the business group, which I can say I've seen personally, and you are very humble, and you're downplaying the amount of work and and excellence that goes in on your end. 
But you talk proudly about the, the hotel management piece and that you were the driving force behind, I'll say it, the driving force behind the success just from the way you tell the story. Um, not that I want to take that down a peg, but do you remember walking out of the job in Hawaii when uh, everything started shutting down, what you were thinking as you were walking out that day? Because day one, that's that's not a great circumstance. Yeah. I just, you know, everybody thought it was just going to last for a couple of weeks. That's what I thought. I just said, okay, I'm just going to start making a little money, doing a little delivery, and eventually I'll go back. And then they call me the next week. Oh, it's going to be a little bit longer. And then the next month. Oh, it's going to be a little bit longer, but don't worry. You're going to come back a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And at the end of 2020, at the end of the year, they said, you're not coming back. You're permanently laid off. And that's when I had kind of the old moment. And I said, what the heck am I going to do? Because I realized at that moment, I'd never go back to hotels. And I loved it. I mean, it was my passion. It was my life. And I realized at the end of that year, that career path is gone for me, unfortunately. You know, the the trajectory, the connections, the just income potential, you know, how many hotels closed down. And I just said, you know, for now, that, that, that avenue's closed. So, and I had to readjust and became a real estate agent. And uh, yeah, that's a whole nother story, I guess. And that's one we're going to uh, lean into here. Why... Why or how did you pick real estate given the circumstances there? So the job that I actually got in Hawaii was to sell timeshare, hotel sales, timeshare sales. To have a to sell timeshare in Hawaii, you need a real estate license. So when I moved to Hawaii, I was offered this job. Great job. About to make boatloads of money. Had to go get my real estate license. So I actually went through all the hoops and I got my real estate license in under five weeks, which I've heard is pretty fast. Went back to the company. They're like, oh my, how did you do that? Five, under five <laughs> weeks? Like, can you start on Monday? And we did the corporate training. And then, you know, after a week, they said, actually, you don't have a job. Um, so I had that real estate license. And so I was like, I, I spent literally a couple thousand dollars to get this. I might as well try to be a real estate agent. I can't sell timeshare. Let me try to be a real estate agent. So I just, no experience in the industry, no connections in Hawaii. We were still on lockdown. I got my real estate license and I understood some things about social media because I had managed social media accounts for the holiday Inn, for the, for the hotel, for the hotel in Japan. And I said, let me just do this for myself now and promote my own brand. And I didn't want to at all. I was the guy who would post like once every four years on Facebook. <laughs> and when I did post, it was like a sunset with like two word caption, like life change, you know, something kind of moody and you know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, so I didn't want to do it, but I just, I had to. So literally in between deliveries, because that's what I was doing to survive, I would just do some things on social media, you know, and do kind of the strategies that we teach in the group. And, you know, somebody reached out to me and we did it. We did, I did my first deal for $1.42 million through social media with a complete stranger, you know? So that's how I got into it. I didn't want to necessarily. But I said, hey, I spent all this money to get my real estate license. I might as well try it. And then I said, how am I going to find customers? You know, door knocking wasn't very good. We were still on lockdown. This is December <laughs> of 2021. Can't even door knock. You know, I didn't have any money to like do the average. I mean, I, I, I was a broke delivery driver at the time. And so in between deliveries, I just, you know, pound the pavement on social media, so to say. I've had the pleasure of working with real estate professionals all over the country and 
more recently all over the world. I don't think I've met anyone that either A, has done their, well, plenty of people would do their first deal with strangers, but none close to $1.5 million. So uh, you must have had some good advertising. One thing that comes comes through clearly in all of these stories is your business acumen and your understanding of uh, getting from point A to B um, for the the role that you're in and, and the a strategic way forward that I think that that's clear, especially speaking to you again uh, this evening. What I wanted to ask you about was when you started posting for, for your real estate career, what drew you to TikTok? Did you did you have an idea of what was available or did you stumble on it? Did somebody advise you? How did how did that happen? To be honest, I wasn't even using TikTok at the time. I know it's <laughs> shocking, but this was in these this was in you know, 2021, I was the guy who still thought, man, TikTok is not for me because it was video and I wasn't comfortable being on video. And so I was, I mean, I did some video, you know, for Instagram reels and stuff, but I wasn't really utilizing the video as much. I think like, man, if I would have hopped on TikTok in 2021, maybe I would have done $6 million, you know, but I just wasn't that I just didn't know at the time that TikTok, I was kind of like everybody else. And, you know, if I did hop on in 2020, 2021 man like i said i probably could have doubled my sales but yeah nothing it was only until 2022 really just the beginning of this year that i that i kind of caught on i was listening to some social media people influencers and then the other thing too is i started using tiktok all the time and i was the person who was using it for 90 minutes a day or more and then i said man my, my girlfriend looks at me and she says you better make that into a business or a you know, that's going to be a huge waste of time. Luckily I did, but yeah, I wasn't actually using it at the time. So even more impressive, right? Very. And good advice from your girlfriend to turn TikTok into a business. As one of the consumers spending 90 plus minutes a day, what have you purchased, if you have, from seeing something on TikTok? I, I, I think we've gone to restaurants here through TikTok. You know, a recent study came out that 40% of Gen Z don't Google search restaurants. They actually go to TikTok wow. and Instagram to look up the videos. And so that's been one thing for me. When we look up things to do, <clears throat> things to do in Hawaii or restaurants in Hawaii, we're going to Instagram and TikTok to look up the videos instead of going to the Google ranking because that's paid for. And the, you know, I've gone to plenty of restaurants that have 4.6 stars on Google and you go there and it's like, this is the worst, right? Videos though, don't lie. So I've always used it for that. But as far as like items, I don't know. I honestly don't buy a ton of stuff offline. I mean, I'm, but um, yeah, yeah. So nothing really. Restaurants, food, but that's about it. That's super insightful because you're absolutely right that the the star reviews, the write-ups, the where they rank on the page, all of that can be manipulated, interpreted, misconstrued one way or another. But if I've got a sort of real-time video of, hey, where should we eat tonight? Let's take a look at, oh, this guy had this for lunch there. That looks pretty good. I can sit at that table tonight. I'm in. And that's kind of the access that it gives you. Um, and, and, and even, you know, as, as you say, you know, it's I'm not comfortable on video or how is this going to look, that the the walls have kind of broken down with the platform that it's the editing quality or the video quality is just not and that's that's kind of a, another thing from the pandemic that people are understand that it's not going to be television studio video quality anymore it's now what am i seeing is this entertainment is this informative is this a combination and um, you figure that out and you've 
taught a large number of people how to to leverage that. And uh, it's absolutely brilliant. And like I said, the way that you've turned it around so quickly from what many would consider a, a dire situation, very incredible. I'll stop rambling here. Uh, we've talked a lot about what you do, what your background was prior to uh, TikTok for Business Group. Being in Hawaii now, what do you do to get away from social, to get away from work? What do you do for fun? What do you do to relax? I I really like what I'm doing right now. What I'm doing right now is, I mean, people say, Alex, you do it every day. I like doing it every day. I mean, I like being connected to the customer and being connected with people. But what I do for fun, I mean, I, I like movies a lot. I watch a lot of movies. I'm about to eat some sushi right now. We live in Hawaii. We have fresh fish. So I, I like sushi and eating going to the beach, obviously. Um, but I'm an adventurous guy too. I mean, I like hiking. I backpacked, you know, in Alaska, I rode my bike halfway across Japan. We moved out to Hawaii on a limb. So I'm always looking for the next adventure. This just so happens. TikTok is kind of the next adventure here. So I'm having a lot of fun with what I'm doing, but yeah, spending time with my girlfriend, enjoying where we are. I mean, every day you wake up and you're just like, it's awesome to live here. I mean, you know, they say Hawaii, uh, the, the, the cost of living is high, but the luxuries are free. And that's true. You just walk down the street and you're like, this is, I mean, I'm coming from Madison, Wisconsin, you know, it ain't like this there. It's, it's pretty <laughs> nice here. So just being in Hawaii, going to a new beach, eating some new food, you know, watching a movie, relaxing, you know, but I like what I do. I like work, I like building a business. It's fun. So that comes across loud and clear. One of my final questions here this evening, um, <clears throat> being somebody who's moved internationally, moved to Hawaii, what advice could you give someone who's been reluctant or thinking about it and not sure it's for them or if they had only known somebody or had some advice, they would do it? What would you tell that person? I love that question. You have to just do it. You just have to don't plan too much. Because if you plan too much, you're almost closing yourself off to the possibilities of what could be. And when I moved to Japan, I had a place to stay and I had a friend there and that was it. And it turned into a job. And I just said kind of yes to things. And when me and my girlfriend were moving to Hawaii, she's a small town girl from Wisconsin. Never, you know, she traveled to Europe after college and stuff, but she had never just picked up her whole life and move somewhere else. And I just kept telling her, don't worry about it. It's going to be bigger and better than you can ever imagine. And when we moved here, we didn't know anybody. We didn't have any connections. We didn't have a call. You know, we had nothing. And I messaged 300 people on Craigslist. Okay. One person got back to me. This was December of 2019, almost Christmas season. Okay. One person got back to me. We went up to the apartment on the 20th on the 20th story of this Waikiki Beach on Waikiki Beach, 20th story Waikiki Beach. And we look at this apartment and the number is apartment 2020. And we walk into apartment 2020 and it's got the most beautiful ocean view you've ever seen surfers and sailboats and cargo ships. And it's right on the marina. And the girl looks at us and she says, I have to move tomorrow. Can you move in tomorrow? And we're like, uh, yeah, of course. And so we literally moved in the next day and we could have never planned that in a million years. And that would, we wouldn't have got the best apartment, like literally ever. If we would have tried to plan everything out and make sure everything, and I'm not, you know, and, and maybe that's coming from like a, 
I don't know. You know, is it going to work out for everybody? No, we had tons of trials, tr tons of tribulation, so many obstacles. When one thing went right, the next thing went wrong. But as you can kind of see and through my story and what my story kind of represents is I never, ever, ever gave up. And I just said, I will do whatever it takes. And I believe if you do whatever it takes, you can do whatever you want in this life. And so I just have that whatever it takes attitude. If it was driving delivery 14 hours a day, if it was door knocking, if it was pounding, you know, doing social media, you know, I went $25,000 in a credit card debt just to keep the dream alive, just to keep us in. We, and not that we had an option to go anywhere else. We didn't, we were broke, but you know, peep, you, you just can't, if you're looking to just kind of, you know, change your life, you know, it's kind of the Tony Robbins. You got to burn the boats. You can't give yourself a way out because if you give yourself a way out, you'll, you'll take it. I take it. You know, I talk about this on TikTok. You make the commitment. You don't, you know, people don't have a lack of ideas. They have a lack of commitments or deadlines, right? Because when you give yourself a commitment and a deadline, you have to perform. You have to do it. So I would just say, make the commitment. You know, maybe have a little bit of a safety net, but at least tell yourself in your mind, there's no way out. And then you'll come up with the ideas and the solutions and the way forward. I, I love how you answer that so much. I love how you've convinced me about something that I, in under an hour of speaking with you, you've convinced me wholeheartedly that what what you're doing on TikTok has uh, such uh, immense uh, potential for so many and and just to i will try to summarize don't plan as much say yes to more things burn the bridges and be okay with with change and that when things go wrong that you still have to push forward i think that's a great message and um i i'm going to leave us there because i i could i can't ask a better follow-up and uh you've been very gracious with your time and thank you very much for sharing your story it, it's an awesome one thank you mike this was really fun thank you so much i really enjoyed it you got it look forward next time alex Thank you for sticking around to the end of the podcast. If you've made it this far, you might also be interested in a digital course I recently published. It's on how to market-proof your real estate business for any environment, any conditions, any market. It's uh, about two hours. It's available at the uh, link uh, in the show notes. If you use discount code podcast, it is available at 50% right now. So uh, like I said, if you've made it this far, who knows, you might be uh, interested in that as well. So check that out and we look forward to uh, you coming back next week. <laughs>